you're growing, you're shaking, you're moving, you're making magic, you're finding this new path in life, and you are here for it. But maybe those around you are not so on board. Let's talk about it. Welcome back to Well with Michelle, my friends. Let's talk practical action steps. Let's talk about creating more ease in your day. Let's talk about going after what we friggin' want so that we can create lives that we like, ones that feel good to us. That's what we're doing here today. Welcome back to Well with Michelle, where we find a holistic approach to habits and discipline. It kills me when I see hardworking humans going after their desires without seeing those epic results. Let's shift that scramble, rushed, and overwhelmed day into effective action to get the thing done. We have big dreams and we plan to accomplish them in this community, while we also make space for all of life's little joys. Come on, friend, let's grow. Alrighty, so your growth, your magnificent, exciting growth, may make others uncomfortable. It's because it challenges their perception of who they know you to be. So there's this natural transition you see in a lot of 20-somethings go through, and I was definitely one of them, where I was ready to leave my party days, and I partied a lot, I'm going to be honest with you. And I had very close friends, but those friends were based entirely around partying. We didn't do things outside of party together. So naturally, those friendships started to move on as I stopped my party days. And at first, it was very much, I felt guilty for not going out. They felt like I was ditching them for not going out, even though I had communicated clearly, hey, you guys, I'm just kind of over the party days. And there's this natural transition. And all of these transitions often, not always, but often feel difficult and you feel like you're doing something wrong when you definitely aren't but it's because you love those people you respect those people you're they're good friends of yours you just have a shift in your life another transition that's really common is when you find a new passion or a purpose so that small talk lack of drive lack of fulfillment in others becomes really hard to be around I definitely went through this transition when I started my growth journey and I just couldn't take it anymore. I isolated pretty hard actually at first because I had the opportunity to do that. And if you jump back to episode four, we talk about how to still make progress on your goals without having to do that isolation period. And personally for me, the isolation period, one, I had the ability to do that because I wasn't in a relationship at the time and I also don't have kids. But two... It's what I felt like I needed mentally to make sure I was making my own decisions. I even remember when I very first launched my business, I was very cautious not to tell anyone. And I've got incredibly supportive friends and family, but I needed to know that I was making this decision for me. I needed to know that I was following what I felt true in my soul to take action. Because my friends and family are very supportive, but they're also very intelligent. They would have given me lots of ideas and suggestions and kind opinions. And I didn't want that. I wanted to make this choice 100% rooted in what I thought was right. Because then when you just tell the choice to people, you're like, hey, this is what I'm doing. As opposed to, what do you think? Should I do this or that? It allows you to be rooted in your choice. But that's just a little bit of a side note. 
So perhaps you have a life shift. This is another time where your growth might make people uncomfortable. Maybe you move countries. Maybe you have a kid. Maybe you end a relationship. Your priorities shift. So your world shifts. So you know when that fear kicks in of, it's the fear of rejection at its root, but what are people going to think of me? What if I don't succeed in the way that I thought I would? What if I take this risk and it's a big blowout? Whatever it is, we come up with a million excuses, right? I'm not capable of this. Why do I think I'm good enough to do this? All this bullshit, right? We love to negative self-talk ourselves, which in this podcast, we're getting out of ourselves. We're not doing that anymore. It is holding us back and it's unnecessary. But back to the topic. Every time we make these excuses out of fear of the reaction of others and fear of rejection, the cost of that, the cost of procrastinating on your goals, filling your days with mindless scrolling and feeling like you're made for more, you know in your soul, you are made for more. Avoiding the growth that you are so capable of is a one-way ticket to an unhappy life. So let's talk about it. Let's make this really realistic of how we can combat that discomfort. Because we know that discomfort's going to be there. And that's okay. We're not trying to avoid discomfort. We're learning how to work through it and still achieve what we want to achieve. So first of all, let's talk about that one-on-one discomfort we have with ourselves. So first, I want you to understand why the shift that you're making is so important for you. So, you know, something immediately comes to your mind when I say that. If you are listening to this podcast, it's because you know you're made for more. You are a high performer. You're just feeling a little bit lost as to what your next steps are. You have more in you. It's not that you are burnt out. You have the energy. You're just lacking the direction of which way we're supposed to be going with this. So get crystal clear. Why do you want that thing? Your why, attaching that emotional attachment to the result is what keeps you going when you don't want to do it. When you get scared of what other people will think of you. So remind yourself of that why often. Now, there's a million ways to do this. A couple of my favorites that I use are I put sticky notes, places I'll see them often. Uh, They're on the inside of the bathroom mirror where I pull out my makeup every morning. On the inside of the cabinet that I open every day to make food. I write a little note sometimes and I pop it on top of my dashboard in my car. Whatever it is, prompt yourself often of not just what you want to do, but why you want to do that thing. And the why is rooted in a feeling. I say this line all the time. None of us want money to sit in a bathtub full of money. We want money for what that money is going to make us feel like, whether it's a sense of security, safety, opportunity, whatever it is. So attach an emotion to it. Then When you feel that discomfort and you know you want this growth, but you are hesitant to make the move, each day set an intention, a really simple intention. We don't have to be taking up a bunch of hours of the day doing this either. Do it while you're brushing your teeth. Do it while you're driving to work. Do it while you're on your morning walk. Do it while you're at the gym. Take a couple of seconds to set an intention. The reason this intention is so impactful is it reduces that need of approval 
from an external source. So say you're looking to take a leave of absence from work and you're really scared about what your boss is going to say to you. Make your intention for today. Today, I'm going to write a clear plan that I can present to my boss so that they understand how I can take this leave of absence, get what I need, and also still be supporting the company. When you act intentionally, when you are crystal clear of why you're doing and when you're doing it, that external noise affects you less because you've made that choice. Whether it was right or wrong, you're not kind of willy-nilly going through life being like, oh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, and you can't trust yourself. You took a calculated risk and decided that for the gain that it could create, it's worth it. Beautiful. So that's what we're going to do when we start to get uncomfortable with our own growth. What happens when others start to become uncomfortable with our growth? Let's talk about a couple of things we can do to not put walls up, set clear boundaries, still make space for the people that are willing to support and just create an enjoyable experience instead of being robbed of an exciting new opportunity, an exciting new life change. So when it comes to the discomfort of others watching your growth, please, first and foremost, show compassion and patience. They have to relearn this new version of you. And I think the biggest people that we can do this with is our parents. There is generational gaps. And our parents don't always understand why we do what we do. Now, in no way do we have to justify our decisions, but if you have a healthy, respectful relationship with your parents, you want to please them. Personally, my parents have given me everything. I want them to be proud of me. I don't run all my ideas by them, but I want them to look at the bigger picture and be like, yeah, I'm proud of the child that I raised. I'm proud of how she's contributing to the world. So make sure you leave space for that person to take the time to relearn the new you. Because I guarantee it took you some time to relearn you. And you need to give that same grace to those around you. Beautiful. Invite them into those new parts of your life. Invite your partner into the new part of your life. Maybe, hey, maybe you're new into spirituality and your partner thinks it sounds kooky no problem. Invite them in in very, very, very small ways. Remember the first time I told my partner about my spirit guides and described them? My my partner's very supportive. He's not super into the spiritual world. And he was just kind of nodding. And I'm sure in his head, he was like, she's a crazy person. And that's okay, because that's not his world. And this is my world. When they are curious, offer information. When they're not asking, don't push it on them. We all know it and we've all been that person. We've all all been the person on the receiving end where someone's into something new and they won't shut up about it. We all know that person and we've all been that person. Don't be that person. That person's annoying, okay? So don't push it on them. Let them be them and let you be you. Now a big one here. Lead by example. I have found this so consistently through my entire life. 
and mostly related to health-related things. I've always been very aware of my health. I credit that to my mom. She raised us in an incredibly healthful way and a balanced health, right? Where you can still enjoy your life, but you are mindful. You are respectful of your body, how you treat it, what goes into it. Movement was always part of it. We were always respectful of Mama Earth and connecting with her. Because of this, we've always been very healthy in our family, lots of energy. Naturally, because of this, people approach me all the time. Michelle, how do you get your glowy skin? Michelle, how are you always happy? Michelle, why are you always feeling so good? How do you always climb mountains? How do you always show up for the gym? And I share when they ask. If you're into human design, I myself am a projector. Part of my purpose as a projector is to help others learn how to use their energy, which is very much rooted in the purpose of my business. So lead by example. Do your actions in a way that supports your best version, where you are kind, where you are patient, where you are giving, where you are generous, where you are healthful, where you mind your boundaries, where you work towards goals, where you are aligned with the purpose. When you are that person, people want to know how you do it. And that's not in a braggy way. That's a fact. When you are glowing, when you are thriving, People want to be like that because they want to feel good. And that's why I talk about this. This is why my whole basis of my business is how good it feels to feel good because people have no freaking idea how good feels anymore. We are stuck in this living at a four or five out of fear of going for the 10, because if we go for the 10, we might fall to the one. We are stagnant, we are stuck, and we don't want it. That's very much about this community, right? We know we're made for more. We know that this life has more to offer, so we are actively taking action on it. So lead by example. Your authenticity may inspire them to find their passion, their purpose, their big life change, the thing that's going to propel them forward to their next chapter. Make space for them the same way you hope they make space for you. Now on the flip side of that note, cut the cords to any negative BS. Now, currently we're talking about how to manage the discomfort of others when you are growing, but this also applies to you. Cut the negative BS. Cut your negative self-talk And if someone who you've openly spoken to, you've given space, you're doing your absolute best not to project your information all over them all the time. And still, every time you see them, they leave you feeling less than. They leave you feeling uninspired. They leave you feeling like what you're doing is dumb. It's time to spend less time with that person or eliminate them completely. I have someone that I love very much in my life, but every single time I speak to them about a goal or a dream, somehow I feel less excited about that goal or dream. It feels less in reach and I can think about it logically and I know it's their lack mentality and I know it's them trying to protect me, but yet in the moment, because they are so important to me, it crushes me. So I had to make a very conscious decision to spend less time with that person 
and start to filter what I chose to share with that person. Would I like there to be a different scenario in the future? Absolutely. But right now, because my goals and my dreams are non-negotiable and I am clear on what I want, that is the action I needed to take. So reflect. Maybe that's an action you need to look at as well. The fact of the matter is here, change is scary. Change is inevitable. It's up to you if you will take charge of the change in your life or if you're going to let change happen to you because either way it's coming. But why would you not grab the bull by the horns and create the life that feels good to you instead of allowing life to run over you like a bulldozer? Food for thought? My friend, if you've been enjoying this podcast, I'm so grateful that you're here. Do me a favor, like it, share it, write a review. It makes such a difference as a brand new podcast. I want to reach others. I want to serve others. And I want to build an epic community for all of us to thrive in. Share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me. You better believe you're going to be hearing a personal message from me if you go ahead and do that. Because I am so grateful for you to be here spending your precious time with me. Have an amazing rest of your day and we'll talk soon.